My Big Black Fantasy Podcast, episode 17, starts now. Come and wash your hands, by the way. I didn't go to the bathroom. Thank you very much. I thought you took a gangster. If you seen the curse coming up from the cold world, daddy ain't around, probably I'll commit felonies. My favorite rap used to check, check out my melody. Hello and welcome to my big black fantasy podcast, episode sweet number 17. And the reason it's so sweet, ladies and gentlemen, is I am on the comeback trail. Not really. I am. Everybody knows it. Um, We'll get to that in a moment. I'm joined by a pessimistic Jay Maddie. I'm not pessimistic. <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm solid. Another good weekend. And another gentleman who is also on the comeback trail, getting ready to take over the league, is the one and only dog. It's cracking, people. It's on like Donkey Kong, motherfuckers. Oh. Woo! Another win for both of us last week. The tide is turning this fantasy season. It's becoming... You know, a little bit more easy to negotiate these moves, easy to figure out who's going to do what. Things are falling in right at the right time, at least for us. We hope that you guys are also having good luck as well. Um, you know. Man, you win one game and you're talking all that Two in shit. a row. Oh, okay. Two in a row with another very winnable game coming this week. Um, I did lose to Maddie in the FFPC. He put up 200 fucking points, Maddie. How do you do that? That, that was fucking amazing, by the way. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in a 38th place out of 8,000. I'm going after that big money. That's no, good. that's that's amazing. Uh, 200 points against me. I will say that I did put up 144, which was respectable. And despite my, what is that now, a 2-6 and six record <laughs> at the, at the FFPC, I still got a shot at uh, uh, the points in terms of making the uh, postseason via the points. So... We're going to see how that goes. Um, like I said, hoping your fantasy seasons are going well. I know that's not all possible for all of you, but we're here to help. And we'll kick it off by just jumping in and saying, you know, disappointment of the week from last week, week eight. Jay Maddie, who was your disappointment? I feel like we should start these shows with something more positive than disappointment. Maybe like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of a negative way to kick it off. Okay, let's start off with uh, Hugh Jackson being fired. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a disappointment. No, no, that's a that's a positive. That's a positive. Yeah. Should we go? Should we roll with that? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Fuck it. Hugh Jackson fired. Uh, Todd Haley, his offensive coordinator, also fired. Um, the Cleveland Browns cannot stop being the Cleveland Browns. That's who they are. That's who they. That's how they live. That's who they'll always be. Um, what it seems to me is that there was a power struggle between the two of them one you know they're obviously fighting if you watch hard knocks you could see what was going on between the two they were not getting along and what i think management probably did was they got tired of listening to both of them and they sent them both home in the middle of the season yeah it's it was a little surprising i thought haley would get that job Mm -hmm. haley haley's you know he's a he's a bookworm he's I think he'd make a good coach. It was surprising, but I think you're right. I think they were just tired of it. And I think they got the new quarterback now. They got the new running back. I think they're ready to just start over brand new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it, uh, Doggy, what was your take on the firing? Shit, that it needed to come. It was long overdue. Yeah. Um, I thought that Haley shouldn't have got fired, though. I thought Haley could have stuck in there and um, ran the offense, mm-hmm. you know, but Hugh needed to go. You know, you're, you're the, you're the head coach and, you got to take the blame, man. Yeah. You know, but I think they shouldn't have got rid of Haley for some reason. You know, at least they should have made him the interim coach yeah. for the rest of the year. 
not uh, Williams. Yeah. Now, and again, Greg, that's surprising. They go, with oh, Jesus. Guy. Yeah, Greg Williams comes with his all, his own kind of baggage. Of course, yeah. he famous for the um, Bounty Gate uh, with the uh, Saints years ago where he was encouraging players to give other players concussions and, you know, destroy ACLs and such. So he's now the head coach. He steps in. The question now is going into this week. This is a complete overhaul in the middle of the season. In the middle of the season, in the middle of their playing week, they're getting ready to play the Chiefs. Okay, the fucking Chiefs on Sunday, and they're dealing with a new coach, new organizational structure, new everything. Are any of these Cleveland Brown players safe to put on your team this week? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, look at what other teams have done against the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, the Chiefs don't stop anybody. They're gonna and and. Given that it's a whole new system, mm-hmm. you're going to see a lot of first and second down Nick Chubb up the middle. Yeah. So get Nick Chubb in your lineups. You're hoping so. Ooh. Right? I think so. Ooh. But I think uh, Jarvis Landry, you will start. Because it it, it might be a shootout. Mm-hmm. You know, because Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Cavaliers, I mean, I'm talking about Cavaliers, I'm bud. <laughs> Cleveland Browns are going to be coming from behind. Yeah. So I'd play him too. Yeah, I'll play uh, Landry. So, yeah. you know. Play your Browns. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I'd play Mayfield you don't have this to play. week, but I'd play Chubb yeah, and Yeah, don't and don't Landry. play uh the tight end either. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I you know, I happen to have Jarvis Landry on one of my teams and I have to stick with him because there's not a whole lot out there. But you got two receivers. Well, yeah. You gotta stick with them. But that's the reason I'm on my way back. Mm. Three and five, looking alive. Well, it's one and five. Now I'm coming back. But no, uh I did have some hesitation, but Really, like you know, you guys have said, they're going to be behind more than likely. Uh, Kansas City has not stopped really anybody. So Jarvis getting some, you know, uh, last minute sort of garbage points is very possible in this game. Maybe this change does Baker some good. Maybe he now becomes what people want him to become. Who knows? You know, tune in. We'll see what happens. Hey, B, yeah, Cl- Cleveland's getting rid of all the niggas, huh? <laughs> Tyron Lue's gone. Too. Gone. Everybody's <laughs> get gone. Back on the fantasy. Yeah. I just no, yeah. That, yeah. Tyron Lue <laughs> bit it also this week. So Cleveland coach is not a good week for you. You got you so got far. a young quarterback, brand yeah. new quarterback, rookie running back, mm-hmm. nice young receiver, a second year tight end. I think they they're just ready to to start over with these nice young players and go in a fresh direction. I think that's what that's. Yeah, all but about. Haley shouldn't have went. That's what I'm saying. You got somebody running your nah, offense. Well, yeah, you're yeah. going to start with Williams. He's just a defensive mind. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is going on? Well, I, it's Cleveland, man. It, does any of this is any of this really going to matter in the long stretch? No. It, I mean, they're going to end up with a draft pick next year, which they may or may not blow, and we'll be looking at the same scenario because they've not proven yet they could pick a coach, right? Not, I don't remember the last Cleveland coach who won anything. Belichick, maybe was he, he was in the playoffs? Was that the last one? But I don't know. Um, what about Schottenheimer? Was he out there? Yeah, that was before Belichick, though, right? Yeah. So, no, it's it's Cleveland, and you know, I, I if you got Jarvis Landry, obviously you're going to play him, but it's know that it's uh, very disorganized going into this week, and anything may happen. That's all I can say. That's the most Cleveland thing ever is anything may happen. So now, can we get into disappointment of the week? Sure, let's go for it. All right. So, Maddie, I frame you the question once again. All right. Disappointment well, of the week. I lost, which is you know, it's as rare as a blue moon, but I did lose. Sure. And I left uh, 52 points on the bench <laughs> yes, with my veterans, yes, Adrian did. Peterson and Larry Fitzgerald, who I've started most weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I left them out this week just because 
Fitzgerald hasn't really got it going, and uh, mm-hmm. it came back to bite me because I lost by two points. I also ended up with negative three at my defense, and I'm sure I'm going to hear about that from you later. Of course you will. But that's my disappointment, just mm-hmm. making a bad decision. Sure. Doggy, what was your disappointment? Um, I really don't have too many disappointments, man, because I'm fucking on cloud nine right now. But I would have to say my backup tight end, Rudolph. You know, even though he's my backup Dude, tight end, yeah, I want to see time. him. But I want to see him do well. You're not allowed to be disappointed you, you in him know, anymore. I, I, I'm, even though he's not in my lineup, I still want you to do oh, well on my bench. Yeah, you, he can be you, you disappointed I mean? in who he wants to. Just be in disappointed. case Kittle gets hurt. Yeah. Well, my disappointment this week, I got to say nothing. I've I nailed everything that, and you'll see this as we go went, go the, down the line in terms of what we said last week. Um, I nailed pretty much everything. Um, you know, I don't mean to brag, but but I'm on the <laughs> I'm on the I'm on, on the upswing. Yeah. yeah. I'm coming up. You're only in tenth place now instead uh, of twelve. Well, you, like I said, it's it's a cluttered league full of three and fives and four and fours. Not really. Not where I'm sitting. Well, yeah, but you see, you lost a game you should have won because of your I'm defense. And we'll it. we'll talk about All that later. That and your kicker. Yeah, and yeah. your kicker as well. Yeah. But we'll get into that later. Yes, it does. It hurts. So we'll move along to Rising Star of the Week. Uh, Doggy, who's your rising star? Uh, My rising star of the week? Sure. Um, I don't know if you would call him a rising star, but he's back. Okay. Jack Doyle. Woo, You know, he's back. He's not really a rising star. Mm -hmm. People know his work, Mm -hmm. but, you know, that's what sticks out in my head. Jack Doyle's back. You know, you guys might want to pick him up on waiver wire. You know what I'm saying? So, because he's coming with some business. Yes, he is. Uh, Luck loves throwing the tight ends. Mm-hmm. And also keep in mind with Jack Doyle, he outsnapped Eric Ebron, who's been having a good season uh, significantly in this game, if I do remember correctly. Um, the tricky thing about him on the waiver wire this week is he has a bye going into week nine. So, at this time in the season when, you know, roster spots are scarce, you have to ask yourself do you need Jack Doyle bad enough? to where you can sit and have him wait on your bench for a week. And uh, a lot of people have that decision to make tonight as they get ready to uh, move into waiver wire Wednesday. Jay Maddie, who's your rising star of the week? All right. I I like to dig on these. So I'm going to give you three wide receivers if that's allowed. And I I say it's allowed. Okay. I'm going to give you a number one. White man. That's right. Go ahead. Cortland Sutton. Okay. Marish Thomas got traded today. This rookie's already looking good. Um, they obviously have faith in him, and they're looking to move forward. I think he's going to start seeing a lot more balls. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two, DJ Moore, wide receiver, Carolina. You know, he's a high draft pick. He's starting to come into his own, finally. Mm-hmm. And then um, number three, David Moore from Seattle. Nobody's really talking about I've, I've talked. I talked about him a couple weeks ago. He's a big target. Russell Wilson doesn't really have anybody reliable to throw to there, and this guy's starting to emerge. Mm-hmm. So get those three on your roster. Gotcha. So we got... Seeing a lot of balls coming into your own. That's right. Good job. Okay. <laughs> was, that, was that a gay joke? That's something. Yeah. I don't Keep know. Coming. Coming into, yeah. Keep um, coming all over my face. Oh, <laughs> you had to Jesus. go there. All right. Oh, girl. My rising star, Jared Cook, the Oakland Raiders. Um, right now, if there's any more doubt, he's got to be in your lineup every week. Um, they're he's made, been unbelievable this year. Yeah, just he, he leads the team in targets, ladies and gentlemen. Leads the team in targets. Has uh, got a so-so matchup against the 49ers this week. But with all the injuries to tight ends, there's 
probably no one else that you could even think of. If you got him on your team, you've got to put him in there. He's getting targeted. He's getting touchdowns. He's getting touches. He's getting whatever you need to win. Another big game from Jared Cook. I expect him to do, you know, basically that that seven and above is where you want your tight ends to be. But I think he's going to uh, surpass that for the latter part of the year, for most of the year anyway. Um, Jared Cook, I don't know what else to say. Look for him on Thursday. He's going to ball out once again. Um, let's see here. Uh, bye weeks. Going into bye, uh, the bye weeks this week, uh, the Cardinals are off. The Bengals are off. The Colts, Jaguars, Giants, and Eagles. A um, lot of people missing there. Um, I don't know. Let's see. In terms of how people will be affected, again, we mentioned the thing, the Colts with Jack Doyle. You know, the question of whether or not you can bench him while he's in his bye week because he's going to be a hot property on the waiver wire. Uh, the Jaguars got through the trade deadline, still keeping Blake Bortles. Um, you know, does Hyde now play a bigger role coming out of their bye next week? I think that's a question. Um, anybody else have anything on any of these bye week teams you should look for coming into what would then be week 10? Well, the Cardinals and the Giants, you know, if, if you're playing guys on that team, your, your team's not in good shape. <laughs> the Eagles, I like the buy right now because of the, you know, they just made the trade for the wide receiver. That gives them a week to uh, integrate them. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is the week, this week and week 11, where everybody's, everybody's really going to be feeling it because, you know, you got six, seven teams on buy for the next three weeks. So everybody's feeling it. Sure. Uh, doggy, any yeah, just bye weeks are irrelevant for me right now. It's just Ooh, like I'm on a high, talking shit. you know. But hey, you know, I hope you got a good backup for Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. you know, with the guy I'm going up against. He got Derek Carr, so we're going to slaughter him. Yeah, looks like I'll get another win, but uh, <laughs> other than that, you know, this is irrelevant to me right now. They don't, I'm, I'm not even paying attention to bye weeks right now. Well, that's mm-hmm. a bad strategy. No, I'm not. No. I'm not. He's he's, Speak, he's confident. Speaking he's, of Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. uh, the trade deadline came and go. I was a little surprised to see that Nick Foles did not get moved. They can't move him. Why can't they move him? They don't know if Carson's going to stay healthy. They, they, yeah. They, they, the thing is, they're, they start off with a start that they're not comfortable with. Um, you, don't, you don't know if so Carson's going to his job's in jeopardy? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. I'm saying that as they move forward, they don't want to have another injury derail their their season at this point. I think you roll with Nick Foles. If you know, you keep him on the team for this year. And I think you evaluate for next, but at this stage in the season, they still believe they're in it. They're not going to get rid of their insurance policy. And I think that's why they kept him. And Carson doesn't slide. Mm-hmm. He's still, you know, when he's trying to get a first down, he's, he goes head first. Yeah. And he, he, he hasn't learned his lesson. He's, he's, you got to get down. Yeah, in this league, that's true. But at the same time, you got I kind of like that. My quarterback, quarterback who's got a little balls, you know. Mm-hmm. He has big balls until yeah, until he gets hurt. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's talk about some of the trades. Uh, Demarius Thomas to the Texans today. I don't think that's a good trade. Mm-hmm. Just to the simple fact on for Houston mm-hmm. because De- Demarius can't stretch the field anymore. It's almost like is he going to have it bottled up with D Hop in there? Mm-hmm. Also, I thought. They should have went after like a Deshaun Watson. Yeah, you mean Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know, Daenerys came in trying to, um, they wanted to replace Fuller. Yeah. Because Fuller might be gone for the year. He is. But Demarius De- is not, he's not, you know, like stretching the field. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know where they're going to go with this. He can still stretch it a bit. He's not a, like Will Fuller. No. You have to have well, a burner right. with Hopkins. Yeah, no, I don't like, the fantasy-wise, I don't think Demarius Thomas does anything for you. 
Um, you know, I, I didn't think he really did anything for you in Denver. I definitely don't think he's going to do anything for you with uh, Hopkins essentially having a career year right now. I think he's going to get well, overshadowed by him. Year, every year. Well, yeah, but I mean, this guy right now, he's next level. He's that catch he, last week. <laughs> was sick. He's next level. So I don't think Demarius Thomas helps. Um, Golden Tate going to Philly. I think. Well, hold it, on, on that trade. Oh yeah, the sorry. The biggest thing on that trade is I think you're going to see the emergence of Sutton. I think mm-hmm. that's who gets helped the most sure. in this trade. Sure, sure, sure. You're absolutely right. Now Sutton, a young receiver. Um, again, you got Emmanuel Sanders getting older. Maybe Sutton takes a jump with Demarius Thomas gone, and that's definitely what the Broncos are thinking: is that they're stocked with younger guys. It was time to let go of Demarius in the final year of his contract. Um, Golden Tate to Philly. Uh, I don't see that giving any extra value to Golden Tate. I think there's Alshon Jeffrey. I think there's Aguilar. Um, there's Philly. No, there's no Aguilar anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't see the the help to Philadelphia. I don't see any more value for Golden Tate going to Philly. Uh, what do you guys think? I think you're absolutely wrong on that. I okay. think I think Golden Tate and and Jeffrey uh, are going to complement one another very well. You're going to have two. You got two very reliable receivers who can play off one another. Uh, Jeffrey's been getting a lot of double coverage, and that's going to take that off of him. Mm-hmm. Doggy, I think Golden Tate's a big playmaker, but he's a slot receiver. You know who's going to the outside? Mm-hmm. Is Golden Tate going to be in the outside or in the slot? Is Aguilar going to the outside? Aguilar's been more successful as a slot receiver, mm-hmm. so I guess it's one of those things you have to wait and see. You know, but. Golden Tate has to have the ball in his hands. He needs screens, you know. Yeah, because he's excellent. With Aguilar's the going to the bench, yard that's after catch. Here. You know, and that's interesting because I thought Aguilar was having a respectful season. He was, yeah, so far. But you know, Golden Tate has a hundred receptions every year, so I get that or close to it. Um, who else got moved that is of any value? Well, value for the Rams defense, man. They just came up on Fowler. That's like right. they needed more help. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, you know, you know, you guys. You, yeah, I wonder the why defense. they made that trade. They're, I mean, they're already loaded. Well, they, you know, they wanted to pre- protect the defensive end. Everybody was going around the defensive ends, so they needed a good, solid defensive end. You know, they have to push up the middle with Donald and Sue. Mm-hmm. So they needed, you know, the defensive end. Yeah, and uh, what is it? Montgomery got moved from Green Bay after he <laughs> he fumbled that uh, that kickoff return in the end zone. Uh, they dealt him to Baltimore. Baltimore. He'll be so, on the bench there. Yeah, it, uh, I don't think that helps Baltimore. I think the two guys are John Brown and uh, yeah. Crabtree. Well, that shows you they're they're not very well. He's he's running back now, but that shows me that they're not very happy with Javoris Allen. Sounds like he's going to fill that role. No, it. You I don't think. No, I don't think so. I don't think you take why, a chance why on trade for him then. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's they traded take, for him. They're going to use him. I don't think him. he's going to take Buck's spot. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah, I I don't think you kill yourself trying to uh, pick up Montgomery until something is established. I think I, w- I wouldn't kill myself trying to get him, but I'm just saying I mm-hmm. think that shows they're not very confident they, in maybe, Allen. Maybe, maybe and, that's why they up. and maybe it's to heading into you know the second part of the season to build their roster just in case of injury or whatever. So that that could be it as well. Speaking of wide receivers converted to running back, okay, uh, what's his name for the Patriots? Patterson. Monday Night Patterson. Do you think that's here to stay? Patterson looked like he was running with his <laughs> eyes wide open, you know, just straight ahead, like he was returning a kick. Yeah, you know, um, I don't think that's here to stay. No, they're why were they a, doing that? Well, um, they're short. 
they, you know, uh, what is Bill it? Belichick is just funny like that. They could have played, uh, what's his name? Uh, the uh, number 38, uh, uh, Barner Barner. Yeah, yeah. They could have played him. Um, I don't know why Bill Belichick is just, he wants to throw just different schemes out there to just throw the, uh, opposing team I off. Mean, he gave him 11 carries. It wasn't, yeah. It yeah, wasn't just like a was, trick play. Yeah. But you know, and, and that, then he didn't want to wear out James White. You know, James White is the MVP <laughs> of the league. Man, we made, you know, he's the MVP made a this year. minutes and 47 seconds without a James White But I didn't White want to bring reference. him up as the rising Man, star, it's... you know, because you guys would have been getting on me because everybody knows James White is going to win me the ship this My year. My big black you know? James White fantasy yeah. podcast. You know, so they didn't want to wear out James White in between the tackles. You know, so, you know, he still put in work. But, hey, maybe they don't trust uh, Bonner. Yeah, too much. So I, I think what it what it shows really is that you got to be very careful dealing with New England running backs because you don't know uh, unless you're James White. Unless you're James White, because uh, if you thought that by Sony Michelle going down, you could have a Kenyon uh, Barner play or whatever, and you look up and you see Cordell Patterson in the backfield, then you are screwed out of some points. And so again. This year, James White seems to be a solid pick for the Patriots at running back, Sometimes which is rare. It seems like Bill just likes fucking with people who play fantasy football. I, I think that, that has position. something to do with it. I, 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 I don't know what else it could but be. But when Brady says mm-hmm. we need more of James White in this offense, I think it's more up to O'Brien than Bill, really. You know. Yeah. No, it, it, like I said, you just stay away from the running backs as much as you can. This year is a little different with James White, but there you have it. Um, injuries. The only significant injury I can think of is Chris Thompson with the Redskins. I don't know if he misses more time. He injured his ribs again, just the other side of the rib. So his whole rib cage is basically affected. Um, is Adrian Peterson's show in Washington anyway? Um, all day, baby. Uh, back from the dead. I hate to say that, but I mean, a, a very solid, beyond solid season for Adrian Peterson. Wondering now if he plays next year at this point. Yeah. Um, because, you know, they're going to have what guys back. Do? I, I, well, yeah. I, look, I don't know. Little black boys and no. dolls. <laughs> Let's stop <laughs> that, football. Jay Maddie. Yeah. Look, especially if Alex Smith is his quarterback, they're going to bang the rock. Yeah. You know, if, you know, Alex Smith can't even hit Reed does, on the out. Does he have a multi-year contract, Smith? Uh, I think they signed him, right? Did they sign him? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think, I think he's there for a while. Because yeah. I don't think they would have got rid of Kirk Cousins otherwise. Um, but Adrian Peterson's back. Um, unfortunate because Chris Thompson is a part of their offense. They do not use receivers, just like with, um, I don't know, Tennessee and before Amari Cooper, Dallas. Stay away from Washington's wide receivers. There's nothing there for you. They, hey, but you know mm-hmm. one thing about AP all day, baby? What's happening? He will put that ball on the ground. Too. Sometimes <laughs> he, he did fumble. He will fumble. That is correct. You know, but he's going to give you 100%. He runs hard. And, hey, I can't believe Jay Maddie put him on the bench. Yeah. No, that. That well, I mean, my my roster's thick, man. You yeah, know, there's only so many slots, mm. and the shit talking continues. Yeah. This is going to be an interesting season, folks. Where we were right, doggy. Where were you right, man? Kenyon Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I was right with Kenyon Drake. I had you know a dilemma going in to the game, you know, on Sunday because uh, they played Thursday, right? Did they play Thursday? Or did they play Sunday? I don't remember. But anyway, I had to make a decision. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Brown from Baltimore or Kenyon Drake or Carlos Hyde. Yeah. So I start thinking, I say, well, Jay Maddie's talking so highly of Carlos Hyde last week. Like he's going to put him in his one of his lineups, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, Jay Maddie might, you know, have something. You know, I'm thinking the white man knows something, right? 
So then I thought about it. I was like, oh, no, fuck that. You know, when I talked to you, I said, Jay Maddie's kind of declining right now. His points aren't as high as it used to be. So I said, you know what? I'm going to play Kenyon Drake because he hasn't let me down. So I'm going to ride this horse. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Frank Gore's eventually going to break down. Mm-hmm. So maybe hey, man. not, man. Yeah, no. Well, look, not. hey, Kenyon Drake finds the box, man. I mean, he's he finds the box. Kenyon Drake, that's where I was right. Well, you made a good play. Yeah, yeah you right. did. No, Kenyon and James White, but I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> we thank you, uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> everyone else thanks you too. Maddie, uh, where did you go right? I was right on uh, David Moore. I gave him to you a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was last week, but uh, he came up with 20 plus points and. Uh, I'm gonna keep riding that boy. All right, uh, that boy. Oh boy! Oh uh, man! You shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Here we go. All right, where I was like right. Donald Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these are my these are my boys. Oh, yeah. my boys beautiful. Clean clean it up. No, you say oh, my boys up. beautiful. <laughs> okay, where I was right. Carry on Johnson and Marlon Mack once again. Uh, I don't need to say anything else with that. They're, I think they're both uh, uh, must-starts just about every week. on Johnson, a solid game, 14 points. Uh, Mar- Mar- Marlon Mack, another huge performance. He's on a bye coming into week nine, so you're going to have to wait for him this week. But definitely put him back in your lineup uh, after the bye week. Um, Danny Amendola, so- solid 16 points, including a touchdown pass. Uh, I mentioned Jaron Cook. Uh, Arizona's defense, Cincinnati's defense. Cincinnati's defense got 19 points. I was just full of good advice last week, folks, and I think it's time for me to get credit for it. Please, you know, send me a thank you or something if you used any of it. Um, you sound desperate. Well, I, you know, this is my time of year, folks. This is my time of year. I'm coming back three and five, bouncing back. Where we were wrong, um, I'll start with me. Where we were wrong, I told you to bench. You just did that. I'm we sorry. Did we did where we we're right. We didn't no. do where we were wrong. Okay. We oh, did. Disappointment. We did, we did oh, disappointment. Same right. thing, right? right. Stay, pay attention. Different thing. Okay, it's a lot going on here. This is the big leagues, Maddie. Got it. All right. Where we were wrong. I told you to bench Latavius Murray. Um, wrong. He scored 19 points. Um, I, now, keep in mind, that comes from a place of a person who has a lot of running backs like me and trying to make a decision. But I looked at that Saints defense and thought that Minnesota would abandon the run. They didn't run a bunch. Murray got a couple catches as well, but... It kind of shows you the danger of sitting someone who gets a lot of volume, and I paid for it. So he's going to be back in my lineup this week. Maddie, where'd you go wrong? Uh, as um, as Dog already pointed out, Carlos Hyde. I mm-hmm. was wrong. I started him. He got uh, two points. It's a bad decision. Bad read. I mean, bad still read. won, but you know. Yeah, bad read. Uh, Doggy, where'd you go wrong? Man, look at my score. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, listeners. Yeah, but you got to let the listeners know yeah, what yeah. bad advice you gave. I, you I certainly gave some bad advice. No, I didn't give any bad advice. All right. You know, you know have I to listen to the tape. Advice. All right, I got to run out real quick. Uh, Maddie, handle uh, add drop selections, and I'll jump right back in. All right, where you got to go? You got to go. go tinkle? No, handle some business. Handle some business. I'll be right back. That means that means he's got to make a boom boom. All right, I got it. <laughs> I'm going to add, this is the time of year where I'm adding running backs because you're going to start to see them going down now. We're halfway through the season. So I'm, yeah. looking, I'm looking at systems where you have a number one guy who gets you know 20 carries a game and he's got a good backup. Right? So I'm looking at adding Spencer Ware because mm-hmm. he's already shown he can do it. I'm looking at adding Rod Smith in Dallas 
and I'm looking at adding Elijah McGuire in New York. Yeah, you know, that sounds good. Yeah, I like Elijah McGuire because Crowell's there with him. They'll be splitting carries. Um, I already have, like, you know, running backs. I'm deep at the running back position, but I'm looking to add, like, backup quarterbacks. Um, I'm looking to add, like, just this one backup year, though, quarterback. This though, who's left? Uh, well, Keenum. Case Keenum's left. Uh, ten, Sam Darnold. You know, he's always coming from behind, putting up points. You know, because you – know, and um, – that's that's really it, and and uh, Fitzpatrick. You never know if he gets hot. He's a good one to grab. You know cause... he's you know he's a joker. You yeah. know he's a, he's a joker. But uh, other than that, man, uh, and and then with the receivers, I still like Marquise Goodwin. He's out there, you know, in our league, one of our leagues, and I would look to add him just to handcuff him. He's so unreliable, though. He is, but they're always. San Francisco's always playing from behind, too. So, you know, yeah. these teams that's playing from behind, they're going to be throwing the ball a lot, and that's where you get your little cheap fantasy points at the end of the game. Other than your team, what what players would you be looking to add right now? Um, Jack Doyle. Yep. Like I told you yep. earlier. Yep. You know, uh, Jack Doyle, because he's back. You know, and um, that's that's really about it. And, you know, just different defenses. You got it, Matty, you got to talk defenses. I'm not worried kickers. about it. You got to do it, Matty. You were negative three. What about Last what about who, who is who is the time to drop this time of year? Changing the subject, talk about defenses. <laughs> you bore our listeners. Oh, you want to talk about defenses because you got to stream defenses. Nobody wants to hear that. Defenses yes. are important. Don't listen to Jay Matty. He had negative three and lost it's by random. about four or five. It's points. random. It's not random. Here, let me okay. tell you. Let, let me tell you why. We okay. already we already talked about kickers. The difference between the number one kicker and the twelfth kicker is two points a game. It's random. It's, it's there's nothing. Defenses. It's a little more of a of a gap. But you're going to go and spend if you're in a league like ours where the the waiver wire flips based on your last pick. You're going to go and uh, get a defense for one week. You're putting yourself at the bottom of that waiver wire just to get that get that defense who might get you an extra two points. It's not worth it. You want to be at the top of the waiver wire for next week when uh, Spencer Wales wears available because the running back got hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you went and you grabbed that defense, you got no shot. Well, no, that's where you're wrong. Um, you're, you you got to look at every week, especially if you did not start out, you know, super successful like I did not this year. Uh, you got to look at it as every week is your Super Bowl. So you want your best player at each position that you could possibly grab. And that goes for defenses, too. Uh, you want to continue to take advantage of the weak offenses, the Giants, the Bills, the Cardinals, the Jags, the Gi- whatever the, those weak defenses are that turn over the ball a lot. They can give you some extra points. Um you need a defense. You cannot just sort of haphazardly throw Miami in there like you've been doing and get that negative three. You yeah, I don't, I don't agree, and I don't do that. Try to get the best player. I want to. I want to be at the top of the waiver wire for when the the big pick comes up. I don't mm-hmm. waste waiver wire picks on marginal guys. And if I'm going to pick up a defense, I'm not going to pick them up because they're going to be there next week. I'm going to look at what's going on in weeks 14 through 16 and get that defense somewhere around week 11. Mm-hmm. Get my defense for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, did you guys cover ads and drops while uh, I was we gone? We did ads. We didn't do drops. Okay, my ads. I think Doggy mentioned Jack Doyle. Enough said about him. Devontae Parker coming Did you wash off. your hands, by the way? I didn't go to the bathroom. Thank you very much. Oh, I thought you took a gangster. No, I did not oh. take a gangster. All right. I went to go handle some business. Oh, okay. All right. Sounds like... What grade are you guys in, really? <laughs> okay, so anyway, 
Devontae Parker coming off a big game uh, Thursday night. Um, thing you got to pay attention there. He outsnapped Danny Amendola, even though Amendola has been solid as of the last three, four games, whatever. Um, they did not trade Devontae Parker, meaning that there's a possibility they think they have something in him in terms of finally getting payback on where they drafted him. Maybe they think he's the number one. Uh, I do not feel comfortable going through an entire season with Damian, Danny Amendola because of, among other things, injuries. And I don't think he's the true number one. Devontae Parker could be. So you might want to pick him up, stash him, play him, whatever. But keep your eye on him this week and keep your eye on the snaps and the targets. If he continues to out-snap, out-target Amendola or come close, he may be worth a pickup. Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, after you know yet another game where he's inserted and Jameis is benched or whatever, put up big numbers once again. Um, he's taken advantage of a lot of weak teams. It's going to be interesting to see how he does once he plays a stronger defense. But his position is being established, at least for week nine. We don't know what's going on beyond that. He's worth a pickup, especially now because they're talking about Jameis sitting because supposedly there's some sort of injury provision to where if he gets if Jameis gets hurt now, they have to pay him some money. And I think Tampa Bay may be ready to move on from Jameis, so Fitzpatrick may be the guy from here on out. He's going to so, get hurt in the weight room. Keep, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> get hurt doing some squats or, you know, something like that in the in the tub, some shit. But uh, keep your eye on that that issue with uh, Fitzpatrick and with Jameis Winston. Um, and uh, drops. Who are we dropping, doggy? Um, well, I'm straddling the fence with this one. It's, you guys, if you have Rudolph as your number one. Uh-oh. And you might want to think about dropping him if you have uh, someone decent on your waiver wire. Like like we mentioned for 20 times, Jack Doyle, if he's out sure. there. But other than that, like if Rudolph is your second tight end, just keep him just in case of an injury. Yeah. But uh, I would be looking to drop him if he was my number one tight end because you need more production from mm-hmm. that spot. And he's not giving it. Got it. Maddie, who are you dropping? Well, first, I forgot one ad I want to mm-hmm. mention. Um, Jordan Thomas, uh, he came in for Houston, had a real nice game. He's a rookie. Um, and uh, with the injury they have at tight end, uh, what's his name, Ryan? Uh, they're starting t- tight end. I think he's going to get – we don't have to come up with it. Yeah, wait, what time – what team is it again? I'm sorry. Houston. Houston. Uh, yeah, Ryan Griffin. Um, Griffin. There you go. Yeah. Sorry. I think he's going to get more looks. He looked real good in there, and uh, I'd, I'd, I'd add him, especially to a dynasty league. As far as dropping, um, sad to say it, you know, I'd love to ride those Green Bay receivers and the Pittsburgh Steelers receivers, but if you are in a, um, you know, a regular league, I think it's time to, number one, drop Randall Cobb. Whoa. And number two, drop James Washington. Mm. Uh, James Washington was upsurped this week uh, in the depth chart, and Randall Cobb, just he just can't really get it going. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm letting go of both of those. Yeah, I was not a fan of Cobb going into the season. Maddie, I know you're a huge fan of Cobb, and you've had him on multiple fantasy teams. And for you to say to let him go, that's that's a statement right there. He's a I'm here, Matt. Cobb. Why are you show me the score, dude. What? What's the score? He's, he's ruining my evening. I'm, I'm trying to go home and watch the Clipper game. He's flashing the score in my face. <laughs> Fuck you the Clippers. You can still go watch it, man. It's Fuck the Clippers. Time, man. Fuck the Clippers. Ruin my evening. Oh God. Um, what I would say in terms of drops. <laughs> is what I've been saying. Don't be married to your defenses. Start streaming yeah, them. Yeah, start streaming defense. Look and see what the best matchup is this week. If you have the Jags defense and you drafted them and you're happy that, oh, my God, I got the Jags defense, let them go. 
and go get somebody who has a better matchup this week. There probably is or 10 or 11 of them, especially uh, considering those weak offensive teams that are in the league this year. But it's hard to let them go right away. You got to look, like Jay Maddie said, you got to look at week 14 and 15. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not uh, bad to have two defenses. You know, you could drop somebody else. Yeah. You know, so, you know, just, you know, I wouldn't just go out and just drop the Jags defense. Yeah. I mean, if, like I said, don't let them take up an extra spot on right. your roster. You exactly. should only have one defense at this point. That's what I'm saying. Um, sneaky play of the week, Jay Maddie. Sneaky play of the week. Um, I'm going to go with Sutton. Is that sneaky? That's sneaky. All right. I'm going to play Sutton. <coughs> Sutton for the Denver Broncos. Giddy. Sutton, saying that name really um, uh, really uh, shows off my Northeast Pennsylvania accent. Sutton. Sutton. Sutton? Yeah. I don't like hear One it. of those harsh, harsh, harsh words. Eastern, East, yeah. East Coast we draw, in Anything that ends I-N-G, we drop the G. You guys are all illiterate. On yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Who's your sneaky play, doggy? Well, my sneaky play of the week would be John Brown. So if you guys have him, play him as a flex because he torched Pittsburgh last time he played them for 20 points. Ooh. So uh, they're going up against Pittsburgh, but now they'll be at home. So, you know, Pittsburgh secondary sucks. Yeah. So just, you know, play uh, John Brown. You know, that that would be my little sneaky play of the week. Speaking yeah. of Pittsburgh secondary, I'm surprised they didn't try to make a trade, bring in a cornerback. Yeah. I mean, that they're really a cornerback away from being a, a cornerback and a coach away from being a <laughs> legit Super Bowl contender. I was they're, surprised by that. They're in first place, right? Mm, yeah. In the division, yeah. So, you, I mean, so do you have anything to complain about, really, if Tomlin uh, has gotten your team in the first no, place? No, Tomlin or? has not gotten my team in the first place. <laughs> let's, let's not go there this the week. The brother I'm gonna give, did I'm going to give the listeners a break. <laughs> so no rant this week is what we're hearing. He, come on, man. He went off. <laughs> Here we go. On Number one, leads the league in penalties, yeah. right? Okay. Number two, leads – or is bottom 32nd in challenge percentage success uh-huh right he almost cost him a game because he didn't call he didn't call challenge when they got a touchdown like what two three weeks ago and then this week they got a he had a, a touchdown situation <laughs> with with on defense they gave the browns i think it was eight or maybe nine opportunities to score uh-huh Eight or nine opportunities because of penalties and stupid mistakes that were clearly coach involved. Twelve men on the field, uh, bullshit like that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to complain. Yes, they're in first place, but they should they should be undefeated right now. <laughs> he needs see, to go with huge action. Those guys need to go fishing and think because about they're black. Their life. Because they're black. Yeah, because they're black. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We I didn't think we were going to get a Pittsburgh rant. <laughs> And we got one anyway. I, I was not preparing a Pittsburgh ramp, but, but you sucked me in. Yeah, well, it happens. Pittsburgh in first place with Mr. Tomlin. Congratulations, sir. You're doing a great job. Um, <laughs> my sneaky play of the week. I like, and Maddie's going to be upset because this is a defense again. You're right. Dallas Cowboys at home versus the Tennessee Titans. Because Dallas is that team this year. It's a team 50% at home. Fifty percent of our listeners just turned it off no, right there. It's, it's a solid no, they pick. Didn't. They just went. They it's just went a to solid. You got to take your defenses seriously. Yeah, it's a solid pick because you know you're you're if you can get nine ten points. What defense did you say? Dallas Cowboys okay. Monday night Tennessee Titans. Roll with writing, it. Writing let me, these let down me add so one more sneaky them. play. Sneaky I mean, play. Go ahead. And it's a defense for Jay Maddie. Sure. Um, 
the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. They're playing uh, Tampa Bay. You know, right. Fitzpatrick might throw picks. Panthers and Cowboys. Correct. Yep. Who's my defense? The Dolphins. Yes. I bet you the Dolphins have more points than both of them because it's just random. Uh, who are the Dolphins playing? Oh, yeah. Who? Somebody. They are playing the Jets. The Jets, and they might. There you go. Sam Darnold throw a pick mm. for six. <laughs> But no, getting back to the Cowboys. The Cowboys are that team this year, especially at home. They they again they do things very predictably. They go on the road, they lose in some weird way, then they come back at home. They apologize to the fans. Their defense shows up. They have a good rush. Uh, De, what is it? Uh, uh, De, Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, you know he's a good guy to have in terms of if you're getting a defense. Dallas, home, Demarcus Lawrence, lots of sacks, hopefully an interception, maybe a run back at home. Dallas, defense, sneaky play of the week. Um, okay, we've reached the time of the show that everybody looks forward to. Uh-oh. It's, it's important. It's racially unif- it unifying. Is that not really. Well, maybe it's not. We, we don't know. But... You know, we you now. What are you talking what, about? Segregate your eight. We are. We're, we're talking about that because right. I'm, I'm ready to make that move, and I think I made a move this week. So we'll, uh, you know, we'll figure this out. Um, you know, I, just let's just roll it. Let's seg- right. segregate your eight. Hold on. My big black fantasy podcast invites you to segregate your eight. And I say segregation now, segregation tomorrow, and segregation forever. <laughs> Okay, and segregate trade again. I'm picking a team of all black guys. Maddie's picking a team of all white guys. So far, Maddie has had his way with me, unfortunately. Um, Maddie, what's the record one more time? Came into the week at five one and one. Okay. And so I can't use a black player more than twice, except quarterback. Except quarterback. The rule as changed. The, the amendment mm-hmm. that was necessary, um, which was not voted on or ratified. But, well, right. we some, we we shall overcome. That's that's how we do things here on my big black fantasy podcast. Hence the name, Maddie. Um, how would I do this week? Let me let me see what, I, what went down. All right. Well, we'll start with uh, Maddie's uh, sugar boogers. <laughs> we got yeah. Kyle Juzik. With one point. Okay. We got Jordy Nelson with two points. Oh, this is going to be a tough week. Yeah. We got Aaron Rodgers at quarterback with 17. Woo. We got Gronk with only seven. Gronk, we need we need you putting up more in this game. Mm-hmm. But then we got McCaffrey with 21. Julian Edelman with 20. And my rock. He's been my rock all year. He's my baby doll. Adam Thielen, <laughs> 23 points. <sighs> Kostkowski, 14 mm. points, bringing in Matt, Maddie's Booger Sugars with 105 points. Mm. Very nice. Very and nice. we got over on the other side, B's Bloods and Crips, <laughs> Jameis Winston, <laughs> okay. 10 points. Oh, not good. Not good. No bueno. Miller, Lamar Miller, 19 points, pretty good. I thought so. Chris Carson, 19 of points, course. pretty good. Yeah. Hunt, 19 points, pretty good. Javaris Landry, 11. Mm-hmm. Creeping up on me. There you go. But then you got T.Y. Hilton, Ugh. four points. Worse than that, Ugh. Benji Watson, eh, 
Zero. <laughs> 82 points. No. Hey, six, no. one, and one. Hey, hey, B. No. White power. You could sell Chris Carson. Six, oh, one, a, and one. He's a biggin. Uh, White people are better. Big, big Chris Carson is? Dude, this is unbelievable. Back in the uh, day, they would have sold him. You want to I, I, make another amendment? No, I think I'm good. Because I'm still in. I, I don't know, man. You I'm, might. I'm still. I'm still there. Maybe, maybe we should just let you let you have white quarterbacks. <laughs> Dude, going I don't. Forward. I got to do you the math. Some white we got to look at the math. There's something. <laughs> there's something going on here. I do not believe that this is going on. But that's okay. I will not what's be going discouraged. On is Adam Thielen is destroying the league. He, he is. That's what's going that, on. That's a tough one. And the he thing might, is, is he the highest scoring player in fantasy football this year? He might he, he's got to be. Or, or, or James White. One of them. <laughs> James White. Yeah. yeah. Sure. James White. Well, either one. James White or Adam I Thielen. I should be able to get James White on my team. Uh, just well, for the namesake. Well, you got to. Well, no, you shouldn't. It's you. You're having enough fun. It's it's really getting sad now. Here, sure am. The, yeah, it's bad. It's a bad deal. Um, but I press on, and I'm going to tell you who my picks are for this week as we begin to congregate and assemble Let me for the comeback tell you, of the century. You, if you lose two more, it, it's over. Yeah, I know. I, I, I know the math. All, right. All black people don't fail in math. There, All right. Maddie. Okay. We got, we got our ones and twos together. <laughs> Threes, fours, and fives you got to worry about, but ones and twos we definitely have. Okay, quarterback. Going with Cam Newton this week. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What? That's your fourth time on Cam Newton. Okay, am I limited on Cam? Well, I, you should at least have to cycle through all of them before you get to use Cam a fourth time. You know what? Do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter at this point. <laughs> do whatever you want. Give me Cam Newton, damn it. All right. I'll go Nick Chubb as my running back. That's a good play. All right. Isaiah Crowell, a running back. Crowell. And give me Latavius Murray if Dalvin Cook doesn't play. If Dalvin Cook plays, give me Dalvin Cook. Okay. We don't know yet. All right. Right receiver Devin Futches. Uh, wide receiver Tyreek Hill and tight end O.J. Howard. These are the guys that are going to bring me back to racial harmony. All right. I'm going to go with the same team, but okay. I will take Jordy Nelson out and put in Dan, Danny Amendola. And okay. I might make a substitution at quarterback, but I'll I'll let you know later in the week. You have so right. many of them. Yeah, because, you know, they don't let black people throw the no, ball, apparently. But it's a receiver. Yeah. A um, couple of news items uh, across the board I wanted to get you guys' feelings about. Um, Amy Schumer, comedian. Oh God! Uh, you know, this and, is football related. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> hey, my bride's here. <laughs> so, Amy, Amy Schumer um, is essentially upset with white football players for not kneeling with black football players during the Colin Kaepernick uh, kneeling issue, and so she's upset. She's also one of the entertainers that has also gone on record saying she won't uh, do any Super Bowl commercials. I believe she's done a few in the past. She, she okay. yeah. So she I'm, didn't get offered a commercial. You can't decline <laughs> to do a commercial when nobody offered you a commercial. Yeah, but okay. So, but I mean, we don't know if they ever offered her a commercial. She, I know. I think she's done some previously. Yes, she so has. Say that. So that's out there. And then there's also a question that came out of this whole thing, and I, someone was debating it was whether or not whites should have to the I'm sorry whether white ball players should have to get permission from black people to kneel with them no <laughs> i don't i don't even know what that means well there's a, i guess there was an opinion that since whites it wasn't their issue they should before they again that word that's so weird the uh, cultural appropriation or racial appropriation or whatever or whatever they call it they're appropriating their cause yeah that that's what the thing is so that was man the, the whole the world's issue. going fucking nuts <laughs> 
do we need to address that? That's just stupidity, I just isn't it? Threw the, yeah, I threw it out there. Who because, said that? Amy Schumer said that? Well, she, she's the one that said, you know, basically she had a problem with white ball players. They should have kneeled with blacks. Um, and she's also, like I said, denied any Super Bowl commercials, will not appear in any of them. Amy Schumer can just eat all the dicks. Oh, wow. That's what I have to say mm-hmm. about that. That's nice. You know, but if you look at the uh, white ball players, they did like arms. Yeah. They were very supportive. Yeah. I don't believe, they don't need to kneel. No. Because, you That's know, That's not even what they're saying. They're saying they should have to ask, ask permission no, to yeah, kneel. They, they don't have to ask permission to do shit. But the thing is, it's like, Man, they were very supportive. If you know, you look at the whole movement, different teams, they were locking arms with black players. Yeah. You hear me? Mm-hmm. But just the simple fact that some black players wanted to kneel, that's their prerogative. Sure. You know, and the you know, the white ball players, they feel black people's pain, but hey, they don't feel like it's their obligation to kneel on the flag cuz the flag means to a lot of people, you know, everybody has a different opinion, but it's America. And you don't want to down your soldiers, exactly. people that's fighting for this country. Mm-hmm. You know, and Colin Kaepernick, to me, in my opinion, just got on the stage and, you know, just took it to a whole nother level by kneeling. Like, I thought, you know, I didn't think he probably thought about, like, the kneeling that was going The impact of it. The impact. Like, yeah. With the soldiers and shit like that. So. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't, because I don't, if I, if he thought about it, I don't think he would have did it. You don't think so? No. Maybe, maybe not. But yeah. all that was very well said. Well mm-hmm. done. Exactly. Yeah. But um, Cap is doing okay now. Can we stop crying about Cap and him not having a job? Yeah, he was never sorry. a great quarterback. And now he's doing pretty well. He's got that Nike deal. Yep. He's uh, everybody's hero. He's doing yeah. all right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. But the thing on. is, he may be doing all right. But the issue is always going to be that he should have that, the ability or the opportunity to do what he wants to do as a profession. And if anything other than his ability is keeping him from the profession, there's always going to be an issue. And again, if mm-hmm. he was Cam Newton, he'd have a job. Yeah, well, that's a very good point. So, I think that's a wrap on episode 17 of My Big Black Fantasy Podcast. Thank you guys for listening once again. We hope we'll be helpful. I'm glad that Doggy and I are back on our feet, at least in terms of winning, so we can actually give you some valuable advice. Uh, Maddie has continued with his strong season despite his recent loss. Um, I expect to be four and five next week. Doggy, how about you? you you're, you're over 500 next yeah, week, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm 500 right now. Exactly. I'm going to be over 500 next weekend. So I'm just, you know, I just need help, man, because falling asleep at night thinking about sapphire <laughs> i just want to go out there and watch football we got to find out if james white and sapphire are paying him yeah because if so i want to cut we got to go to sapphire and bring james white along yeah. james that'd white be, that'd be a perfect we have day to do a podcast at sapphire can we do that probably oh, not we have the technology in the front we have the technology hey we still got a little time i wanted to i wanted to ask um because the the whole ordeal with uh, Le'Veon Bell now. Oh yes, that's important um, too. He's most likely coming back in Week Ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, all signs point to that. Sure. What are you doing at this point? You got James Conner. What are you doing? Holding on to him. To I'm going to ride him to the wheels fall off. I I have a very good luxury in that I have a bunch of backs. This week I'm considering not playing Conner because I have uh, Gordon is back. Melvin Gordon's back. Um, Carryon Johnson and Latavius Murray. Uh, Connor is facing the Ravens. It's the only team that's given him trouble all year. A lot of easier matchups for Gordon, Carryon Johnson, and Latavius Murray. Um, I am going to hold him until Bell comes back. Then I'm going to find out what they say the plan is. 
if I, I don't think that Connor goes into a no carry mode. No, definitely not. I think that they may make it a platoon situation, and I think it may be something that Bell will be happy with. If it goes into a platoon situation, a running back by committee or whatever you want to call it, as I've said before, I'm looking to trade him. I'm looking to trade him. Our, you know, you got to pay attention to when your fantasy uh, league's trade deadline is. I think ours is November 9th or whatever it is. And I'm trading them. I'm going to take them. Yeah. Take them off your hands. I got both of them in one league, and mm-hmm. I'm going to ride them both. I think they're both put up points. Yeah. So yeah, I would have to ride Connor, man. It's yeah. like, uh, I would have to start him this week, too, if I were you to be. But, you know, it's a hard decision. Just giving, you know, just giving you 30 some points. Ben always throws check down. So it's yeah. like. Well, that's Bell's going to, that's where you're going to see the difference. They're mm-hmm. going to use Bell more out in the flank. They're going to use him on screens. They're going to get him outside the box. And Connor's going to be the between the tackles guy. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it's going to pan out. Yeah. And in that committee, I'm comfortable trading him for a nice receiver. So maybe we can talk offline All and right. figure it out. All right, man. But yeah, week 10 is going to be interesting. A lot of movement in week nine. Um, this is the interesting part of the season. This is when the bench spots start, you know. Separates the man from the boys. It is. Now. You don't have many bench spots. You're trying to figure out what to do. You got buys. You got players that are missing on certain weeks. You got to figure it out, fellas. And we're here to help you. Uh, again, tune in. We'll be back again next week with more fantasy advice. Is everybody done, by the way? Anybody else have anything to offer? Nope. I think we're good. Just keep your head up, man. Keep playing, man. Strive for the playoffs. Whoa, Ooh, shit. Damn. Speaking of keep your head uh, up. I think he hurt himself. Are you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. All right. <laughs> the mic fell. <laughs> Sounded dramatic. Shit. But anyway, our information as always, our email address, email us at mybigblackfantasypodcast.com. You could also reach Maddie at mybigblackfp, like my big black fantasy podcast. I am at B underscore MBBFP. Also, like my big black fantasy podcast. You guys getting the clue here? That's the name of the show. Doggy is everywhere you two way. <laughs> yeah, just reach me at Sapphire. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to get an office there soon. Yeah, Doggy is everywhere you want to be. Believe that. He's like American Express or one of those credit cards. Anyway, it's been fun as always. We'll Facebook.com slash my big black fantasy podcast. Very important. All right, guys. Go get that win. We'll see you next week. Get those W's. Peace out.